Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life Podcast to your playlist. That's the number one in e-life. Available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcast platform. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the One Life Podcast. I am Mike M.I.C. Reed, and as always, I got my co-host, Diana Gotti from AV Will Being Coalition. Doing it the Gotti way. Hey! Hey, what's up? What's up? And we got Devontae and Jasmine from Top Shelf Financials in the building with us. Hey, y'all. How you guys doing? The power couple of the boulevard. Hey. We're doing good. Feeling <laughs> good. <laughs> hey, before we jump into this conversation, uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on in the community. Yeah, so I actually want to encourage everyone to come out to Sip and Paint, and it's brought to you by the Eric A. Garcia. You are enough foundation. This is a scholarship found, uh, fundraiser, and it's going down Thursday, April the 13th from 530 to 730 at the Color of Wine Avenue. It is located at 45074 10th Street West, Suite 101B in Lancaster. And it's $40, what includes all material supplies, light snacks, and a taste of wine, right? Hey, hey wine will get you go. right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I am always up for some wine. You know, absolutely. and it's also a jolt of joy, honestly, to really just sit there and just let your creativity just flourish. Right. So... And sip and paints are great. They always make you feel like you're an artist. You know, it's the most simple. It's the most simple picture, but it always yeah. turns out good. If you want to be a creative, pull up the sip and paint. Yeah, yeah that's right. And exactly. it's the great thing is it's for a scholarship foundation. So June is around the corner, and we want to encourage these kids and and kind of give them that little head start in life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want any student debt. Absolutely. So. That's yeah. definitely uh, something good for them to look forward to. So get out there for that sip and paint. Yes. What else is going on? Ooh, so we have a little something we're working on, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. So, you know. You want to talk about it? Tell, yeah. Tell. You got you to tell them about it. So this is something that's been in our hearts that we want to kind of pour back into the youth, and it is a podcast workshop. Yes. Hey, cool. One that's Life good. is it is kind of going to you know, I guess, pave the way for the next generation, right? No, it is, and it's, it's important, I think, even for nowadays, that we need to, you know, um, give our youth the voices and stop teaching them. Because, like, you know, back in the day, you know, uh, back in the day, our parents mm-hmm. used to say, hey, ne- don't talk, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, because now the kids, they grow up, and then they're scared to use their voices. Mm-hmm. And our kids' voices are very important to, important to our future. That's right. So, you know, we're giving them this um, platform to um, use their voices and get comfortable with speaking in public. Yep. Right. You know, speaking up for, for their rights and for everything. Yeah. Asking those so, questions. That's yeah. Important. So yeah. I'm excited about that. We're, we're going to it. We had a meeting yesterday where that mm-hmm. was very positive. Uh, with this company, and I'm not going to mention the company yet because we haven't we haven't signed the contract yet. But <laughs> it is like a 99 percent nine yes. is going through. Uh, we got another meeting today to finalize it, and so hopefully next week we can. Yeah. Uh, 
start. That's why off you feeling so it. good today, Diane? Oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, it's it's all about empowering the youth. Yeah. You know, kids need to know that they are the future. Yeah. There, there is no idea that is too small. In fact, everything that we're touching, that we come in contact. The other day, I was telling someone, someone thought of a, a cell phone, and here we are today. You know that right. we're just literally a phone call away anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, Watching and TV that came from what the hotel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. So. Let's let's just pour back into to our youth. Not only that, but develop the community that we want, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm super no, excited about that. I'm, I'm excited because you know, again, you know, I feel I feel like it's my obligation, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, somebody did that for me when I was a child, mm-hmm. and for me to be successful and not turn around and pull somebody else up, like uh, I feel like that's wrong, and, yeah. and we have to do that. Now we can't be selfish with it, you know. We gotta show our our youth that there is a you know another way because it's a lot of a lot of hatred in the world, a lot of egos and mm-hmm. just haters, and it's all kind of madness that's going on right now. We kind of need to show them, like, hey, especially with, like, speaking of Jack, uh, Jacqueline, yeah. there's a lot of suicide. There's numbers for children, and suicide mm-hmm. is so high. Yeah. True. Because this generation is just so different. And I know our parents said that about us. Right. Right. right? But it's like, we, we got to do our part. Yeah. Right. Like, and I feel like I got to do my part. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. about amazing. it. It's um, yeah. so another thing that I'm excited about is the um, second cat program starts uh, April 20th. Oh, yes. And I got my acceptance later. <laughs> I'm excited about that. It's for the certificate in applied positive psychology. I'm so yes. excited about that. You are in. You are in. I am in. in. Finally yes. in. Oh, and may, may the 4th be with you. May 4th is... National Prayer Day through the yeah. Hispanic AV, Chamber of AV, Commerce. Hispanic Chair, uh, Chamber of Commerce, yeah. We're having a um, prayer day, prayer breakfast, actually. Yes. At the AV Country Club? Yes. Yes, at exactly. uh, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And tickets are on sale now for $35. Just go to the uh, website. And you can purchase your tickets now. It will be sold out because they only sell out, uh, selling 250 tickets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Actually, I thought of that because I'm wearing my necklace. Mm-hmm. Actually, from Beauty to Ashes. From, okay, yeah. Yeah. From Adriana. Yeah. From Adriana. Yeah, she is so, the co, yes. co- She is the chair, actually, of the committee. And she's about to put on yeah. a nice um, nice thing that morning. Nice yeah. breakfast. It's going to be dope. Yeah. It's going to be pretty dope. Yeah, yes, yes. A lot of good things happening here. Yeah, yeah. So let's just, just, just jump into this, you guys. So I've been waiting to talk to you guys because you guys do so much. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Cool. So it's, for excited us, to be here as well. By absolutely. the way, before we jump into it, is are you guys okay if we if we uh, gift you before we we jump into the podcast? I brought some stuff for you. Oh, oh, okay. oh my God! So yeah. Who turns down gifts? I like yes. gifts. Right? You like gifts? Oh, right? so thank to do this because you guys do an amazing job. Uh, bringing attention to the entrepreneurs here, the business owners uh, that put it all on the line to not only do well for their families, but also to bring a lot of value to our community. And so for you guys highlighting the businesses and just committing your time to it, it's amazing. I love seeing it and I'm happy to be a part of this as well. So uh, on behalf of Top Shelf Financial, Top Shelf the brand, we want to bring you guys out some stuff to, to kick our meeting off. If that's all right with you guys, oh, please! Oh my God, <laughs> I well, love I'm excited because you guys yeah. do nothing but Top Shelf stuff. So, hey, I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you got in the bag? Well, this is this is for us oh, okay. right here. What? Little Bel Air. Yeah. What? Okay. I got a 
Some rosé. We actually rose. might need a pop that. Right. 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 We gonna we gonna get a lot of wins in this community. So and this is for you guys, some Vuv Clico. Oh, oh my god, I love that. That's one of my favorite. So when you guys secure that deal that you guys are working on, that's exactly what we're that's what we're gonna do. Absolutely. My God. You guys. Yeah, we can cheers celebration. later. The celebration. Yeah, oh, we can put it out there later whenever my. you guys want to. But, yeah. um, and then also we got some of the brand as well, some of the merch for you guys. That we what? I feel like it's Christmas right now. Dead. <laughs> okay. Wear them while it's still cool a little okay. bit, right? Oh, wait okay. a minute. I got there. This ain't. Hey, they, okay. they, they, yeah, man. That's okay. top shelf. Hey, you guys like really guys like. Oh my god. Yes. I'm in all awe. You know. Wait what? a minute. Wait, wait. Pass it around. Wait, wait, wait. We got some more. Are you guys serious right now? Yeah, of course. Of course. Wait, 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 wait. Doing amazing stuff. So we wanted both of you guys to have something. Oh you know, God. sometimes the ladies get what? forgotten. We will not forget about you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mike. We, we knew we was pulling up. We had to get you guys right. So that's some of our uh, our wait, latest wait, wait. merch that dropped, the top shelf. So, you know, people do normally give out T-shirts. So you guys really are <laughs> upholding your name, like top Absolutely. shelf. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be. Shout out to my guy, Josh, for the creative, for putting this together. Okay. So that's for you guys. Yes. You know what? God is good. Yes. God is Amen. good, y'all. Amen. Amen. Wow, Chill. man. Like, That's seriously, appreciate this. Of course. Love. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. You know this what? This is amazing. Yes. And I'm, just today, I was doing a little awe. bit of gratitude. Right you know what I'm saying? Yes. You guys are way too much right now. That's for you guys. Yeah, That's absolutely. Guys. We wanted to wow. show you guys our appreciation yeah. as well for just having <laughs> us out. So. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Okay. Right? I appreciate you guys. You guys bring attention to our brand, to our business. Wow. We oh, want to definitely you. Uh, bless you guys with what we're doing. So. Hey, this is dope. Wow, I'm wearing this. I'm, I'm just afraid this. my I'm kids are going to take this. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep one hug. I'm glad. Yeah, we have a preteen, so we make sure I get one and she gets one. She'll take everything from me. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually what I have. But not only that, but when you're talking about finance for the youth, they really need to know that That's there right. is something out there for them. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, so tell us about, um, you know, because when I first saw you guys, like I was watching the videos, and your videos are amazing, by the way. So, and I'm pretty sure that's Amber. Shout out to Amber. Shout out to Amber. Hey, um, she's in guys, the building. You guys do an amazing <laughs> job. And when I first saw you guys, uh, I was confused. I was like, wait, what do they do? <laughs> do they do music? Do they do clothing? They do fine? Like, right. But then I started watching it, and it started kind of making sense. But kind of tell our people, like, what do you, what yeah. do you guys do? Like, what is your main thing? Yeah, definitely. So uh, our practice is financial services. Mm -hmm. um, we're in the financial space. I specialize in retirement planning, life insurance, uh, financial services in its entirety. Jasmine's on the investment side, so that's what she does. She'll speak to that. But... Um, you know, the kind of we knew that when we were building this brand, Top Shelf Financial, and then Top Shelf, uh, just the brand with the clothing and the merch, we knew there was going to be a lot of confusion in regards to like mm -hmm. how does clothing, how does merch, how does apparel um, correlate with financial services? And really, the whole approach to it is we want to just kind of change the narrative, change the the. I guess the visual of what your day to day financial advisor is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do with Top Shelf right. is is a uh, breaking the glass ceiling, you know, mm -hmm. and, and taking a different approach that our community, our culture will appreciate, mm -hmm. you know, so that's really, uh, we'll get more into it, but that's really the, the mindset and the drive behind it. Oh, I love it. So let me, let me ask you this. Um, who, who started it? I mean, I know you guys are husband and wife, so right. how, how long you guys been, been doing the top shelf? Yeah. So we've been, uh, top shelf is not new. We've been working on top shelf for 
creating the brand since 2017. So that's hence the 17 right there. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to yeah, ask yeah, you about yeah. the 17. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 absolutely. It's warm in here. I need something to wipe. It's this big jacket, man. I should take <laughs> hey, this jacket yeah, you know. So um, 17, since 2017, it was uh, the brand itself was founded by my partner, uh, Josh. Josh created the brand, and uh, we collaborated. We've always, we grew up together, so we always wanted to, uh, figure out how to make financial services more mm-hmm. attractive, more appealing, give it a swagger mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. oftentimes in our community uh, are in the financial industry is missing. Mm-hmm. And so we collaborated with the brand and kind of giving it a lifestyle uh, with financial services. No, I love the marketing of it because you definitely grab people's attention. Yeah. Like you grab my attention immediately. Okay. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what is it? Because, you know, so, I'm in, I'm in my first passion is like marketing okay. and branding. And so anytime I see something, especially like on a video or something, and it just makes an impact, I'm always like, oh, what is that? What is right. Like, what are they doing? Right. right. So, and a lot of people at first, they're a little confused. Like, what does one have to do with the other? But right. it's more so a lifestyle brand. So um, it's more than just finances. It's more than just clothes. It's bringing something to the community that they haven't seen before mm-hmm. um, and making it comfortable for people that look like us to right. uh, make Making it more approachable, basically. Right. No, and yeah. I love it. I love the marketing aspect of it. Because okay. yeah. typically, you know, you know uh, I know this is kind of stereotype, you know, when you talk about financial advisors and all that, it's the, you know, uh, people in the suits and yep, you got to right. talk proper yep. and blah, blah, blah. It's yep. like, mm-hmm. no, make it fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. kind of scare people that way. Right. Right. Especially people like us. Like, you don't want to scare them. You want to kind of like, yeah. like you said, bring them into the culture mm-hmm. and like, because yeah. they need to learn this type of stuff. Right. Exactly. And that's one of the things why um, we're getting into the workshop yeah. with the kids because, you know, my whole thing in, in life has always been giving back to the kids right. but you got your kids that go to all these school assemblies right mm-hmm. and right. they're always like sitting through lectures mm-hmm. it's like it's going in one ear they don't yeah. understand what these professors are talking about and no disrespect to like professors or anything right. like that but these, some of our, our kids that look like us right. they can't relate right so that's why i wanted to get involved because it's like i've been there like I've been homeless, I've been through games, been through drugs, none of this stuff. It's like they need to hear from somebody like me that right. found a way that made it, mm-hmm. and so I can give them up, show them the path how to do it. Absolutely. And they're gonna yeah. listen to me while I'm up there. They yeah. won't listen to oh yeah, exactly. Mr. Professor. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I, I love I, that, and I can relate, and I can connect with that as well because you know uh, through our career, obviously we you know we've scaled and we've grown right from the 13 years going on 13 years that we've been in the industry, but. You know, we've been blessed. We've been very fortunate to to be on those golf courses and to uh, be in those rooms, right? Mm-hmm. With, you know, the top players in our industry, the one percenters, if you will. And it very rarely looks like us. Mm-hmm. It very rarely feels like us. Right. And, exactly. You know, so for me, I want to kind of change that. You know, we right. can you can have a swagger. You can you know, look a certain way and still be true to yourself. But it's also pretty cool to be financially independent and financially uh, smart with your money as well. Right. And right. so that's what we want to kind of uh, distribute to our community, that you can still be you. You can still have the swagger. You can still be cool. But at the same time, you got to understand what those guys in those in those rooms understand as well. Right. So before, how long you guys been married? We've been married for Seven. I'm gonna let her mess this up. <laughs> I mess it up all the time. No, no, no. Yeah. I mess it up Good all the job, time. Mike. I love <laughs> We've been. Uh, let's start here. We've been together since high school, 2008. Okay. We got together. Um, and I love. Then, congratulations. I love that. By the way, thank you. Thank those you. Of stories. And we got married in 2015. So yeah. what is that? Go ahead, mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going, going on, on eight, eight years, years in yeah. September. Yep. Okay. Quick math. Yes. So okay. So this, okay. So this is an easy question then. Um, 
was both of you guys, well, obviously you guys knew each other since high school, mm-hmm. was both of you guys dream to go into financials? Oh, absolutely not. It was, okay, so it was, how, <laughs> how did that come about? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you tell the story better. Go ahead. All right. So for me, uh, no, it wasn't my dream. Get to get a little into closer the, to the mic. There oh, you go. There you go. So it wasn't my dream or goal at all to get into the financial sector. Um, I actually, uh, when I started going into college and trying to figure out what direction I wanted to go into, obviously I come from a sports background. Once we realized that that wasn't going to be the way that we were going to make a career, um, the next thing I wanted to look into was sports journalism, right? Okay. I still wanted to be uh, tied to sports. Um, but I'm not the best, uh, student and I was kind of burnt out on going to school. And, um, and then we also, you know, found out that we were going to be expecting our our first child, right? My, my daughter, Brooklyn. And I've always had this vision of when I have kids, when I start a family, um, I want to be at a certain place financially. And I was nowhere near close to that place. I was 19 years old and it just chance encounter my neighbor, you know, um, Ernie Sears, shout out to Ernie. Um, he was looking to uh, get my dad involved in the financial industry. And I was working at Finish Line in the AV Mall. Um, and he had comes, he comes to my dad's house looking to talk to him about getting involved in the industry. My dad wasn't home. I happened to be home. And I'm like, dude, why are you? It's 12 o'clock. What are you doing at <laughs> right. home? Most people, you know, with your situation, you're at work, right? And he tells me he runs his own business. And expecting a daughter, I'm like, well, can I work with you? Because I see you live on a golf course. I see you got it going on. Right. And uh, he had no interest in wanting me to run with them at the time. Uh, but and it was because I was 19 years old. Most 19 year old kids aren't clear on what they want to do. Right. Only thing that I was clear on was that I have a daughter on the way and I got to make something happen. So I was right. very clear on just being successful, not okay. so much being an advisor or being an insurance broker, more so just I got to figure out what I'm going to do. So he gave me an opportunity and. You know, 13 years later, I didn't think it was going to take me, take me to where it has taken me. And obviously my wife, you know, having much more fancier credentials than me with an investment background. And it's just been an amazing journey. So so with that um, at 19, were you born and raised out here? Or? I was born and raised out here. OK, cool. Yeah. So with that, what was, what was one of the biggest adversities you had to go through? Living here. I mean, just start your business, like oh, from 19, knowing you got a child on the way, you know, but you, you had a clear path uh, or a vision that you knew mm-hmm. you wanted. Like, right. but what was your adversities going through it? So great question. Yeah. Um, so my the first challenge that I was going through was I was 19. Mm-hmm. You know, you always, right. you know, for anyone getting in the financial sector, one of the common uh, sayings that you'll hear from families is, you know, boy, I got shoes older than you, you know <laughs> what I mean? Kind of giving you that energy. And I was 19. And this is a industry to where people are absolutely serious about mm. their livelihood. So you can't be a young kid thinking that you're going to advise somebody on things that are critically important to their family right. um, and not be like super on point. So my age was a challenge. Um, you know, I my dad did really well for himself financially, but thank God for him. He didn't make it easy on me. You know, he didn't, um, I had the basics, you know, I got a place to sleep. Uh, I got a car, um, but you know, gas money was a struggle. Like (laughs) I had the basic struggles, man. And I had to climb through the insurance mud, so to speak, to really build a life for myself. And like I said, he supported me with the basics, but at the same time, if I wanted to really make something out of this, it was 100% on me. So that was the the challenge, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just being young parents. So yeah. whenever we um, 
whenever we wanted to focus or when he wanted to focus solely on um, financial services at the time I was in the nursing field. Um, So whenever he wanted to focus solely on his career and I wanted to focus solely on work, it's leaving behind uh, the thing that tied us together the most, which was our daughter. So um, trying to balance being parents to her and, and still holding on to the the friendship and relationship that we had, that wasn't, Another challenge starting off for sure. One hundred percent. You know, we missed a lot of parties. We missed a lot of. We didn't spend a lot of time, you know, clubbing or uh, getting, you know, doing the family get-togethers. We didn't do a lot of those things because, you know, we were, you know, in the in the classroom, so to speak, um, not with school, but through, you know, the uh, business community I was tied to. Ten, eleven o'clock on a Saturday, and it sucked. But at the same time, it was like those times groomed us for you know, what was going to be coming 10, 12 years later. You know, I, I taught my ne- I taught a few of my nephews that um, at a young age, um, you know, I taught them because I've been on my own since I was 14 and I've never had a nine to five job. And um, I taught them to uh, go after your dreams and prepare for it now, you know, because they would always go to like the neighborhood clubs and party and drink. And I said, mm-hmm. look, you guys are young. I said, and it kind of reminded me of a video you just did about um, when someone gets um, bonuses or to get oh, yeah. a raise, don't flex. I'm going to get a Camaro, guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was teaching them that, like, look, you guys are smart. Go get your shit together now, right? Because mm-hmm. you're 20 years old. This is when I was on 20 years old, early 20s. I said, you partying at the local club, buying some girl a drink or buying a drink. I said, yeah, that's all cute. And that. mm-hmm. I said, but think about that. Go get your shit together for the next five, 10 years when you're 30. And think about if you can tell a girl or your, or your boy and say, hey, let's go to Miami tonight. Let's go right. party this weekend. Absolutely. How, how much more fun is that? Yeah, right. yeah, that's real. That's and you're going to be still above your, your, your yep. class. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I saw a post on uh, Facebook and it made me, I was cracking up. It said, uh, you know, guys go to the club and they buy VIP uh, I guess VIP space, yeah. you know, tables, and they treat it like they bought land in the club. Mm-hmm. And then right. it's like, a thirty dollar bottle is six hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. Right, and it's like you didn't buy land in the club, man. You just bought a section, and there's bigger flexes out there than than that, you know. And think about what they could have did with that six hundred dollars. Right, talk. right, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's real. right. But it's so true because, unfortunately, we live in a society where it's keeping Mm. up with the Joneses, right? Right. It's a status quo, but people don't understand that the true investment is in yourself. And no one is telling you, no one is teaching you, no one is showing you. And like you said, um, something that we can be relatable, right, Mm -hmm. within our culture, Mm -hmm. within millennials is, is what we are, you know. And for the next generation... They're not showing them how Mm -hmm. to be, what, debt-free, something that we were kind of touching on. And that is true, you know, like freedom and just to be liberated to... To really do as mm-hmm. you as you want and travel right. wherever it is that you want in the world. So I love that you are educating that you right. have this available um, for our community because people really don't know how to do that, how to hand it, handle and manage their finances. Right. Well, it is hard. I mean, especially as a as a young person. I mean, you very. It's very rare to find someone, especially like like yourself, like at 19, wanting to get into financial business. Like that's that's scary, kind of scary for a young person yeah. like that because it's like the, what you have to learn in that. Like I couldn't even imagine. Um, I wasn't even thinking about financials at that yeah. age. So, yeah. but I mean, how how do we um, get our youth to understand that? Because mm-hmm. it is hard, kind of hard. Because they want to, like like Diana said, is you know keep up with the Joneses. They they want to party every night. You know, like what what are some of the or the tools that they can use to, like, understand all this. Right. Are you talking about from, like, a personal investing into themselves with mm-hmm. financial services? Yeah. Or, 
Yeah, so, um, you know, the common denominator is we all want to get to a certain place in life where uh, we don't have the limitations. You know, we want to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to buy the home, to travel, to eat wherever it is that we want to eat at, right? So that's the end goal. But what goes in, like, what goes into the work to make that happen? Right. And it is the boring work of, you know, studying investments, right? Or working with an advisor that understands investments and having the discipline of doing that, you know, five, six, 10 years, 20 years uh, to be able to get to that absolute end goal that you don't want to have compromised at all. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, the starting mindset that I would encouraged to go into it. And again, just changing that narrative, like being financially free um, and financially independent is the new cool, mm -hmm. is the new swagger. You mm -hmm. know, if we look at like what happened with crypto, we had more people investing in crypto because I was like, I'm going to become a crypto millionaire, right? <laughs> and so that led people to take that action, yeah. mm -hmm. right? They were in it for maybe the wrong reasons of get rich quick, but you know, everybody that tells you, everybody wants to get to a certain place financially, um, it's just having the discipline to do it, you know, and then, and like I said, our approach with Top Shelf Financial is to make it look approachable, make financial services be approachable to even start the conversation. Right. And I would say also um, the responsibility for the youth comes from the home. So right. um, if your parents are speaking to you about finances early, then you're going to have a thirst for it earlier than others. Um, so it more so starts then. Um, we're lucky we're millennials and millennials are all about entrepreneurship and investing. So our generation kind of has it together. Um, and our generation's goal in, in what we should hold responsible and, and close to our hearts is teaching our children the importance of finances so that we never have another generation that's raised without the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So speaking of crypto, um, cause I, I was very big in that. <laughs> like what, what's your thoughts on it? Um, you want me to start? You know, yeah, you can share. That's a good question for you. So um, I'm an investment advisor, so okay. I deal in the stock market. Um, I loved the crypto wave. It was just exciting to see people make money. Um, we invested in it, of course. But my thing that I would always speak to all my clients about is you need to invest in th things that we know is going to be there. The stock right. market will forever be here. So if you're going to invest in crypto, I hope you have the basics done first. I hope you have right. the foundation to wealth. Uh, started first, which is life insurance. From there, make sure you're starting to think about retirement. And then you want to make sure you have an investment advisor like myself or someone else that's talking to you about the stock market because it's historically going to be here, right? And it's, it's, it's historically been here and it'll be here forever. Um, and then once you have those things done, have fun. Do a little yeah, crypto shopping um, and things like that. It's just a little, it's, it's. There's so much changing, you know, yeah. in our country right. right now, obviously money's going digital, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no denying that. So um, I say uh, because there's a lot of unknown, a lot of uncertainty in that um, dealing with crypto, right? You know, play the long game. That's the best advice that, you know, one yeah. can take. So don't look at, you know, because, you know, I invested in crypto and I was a part of a crypto run, right? And it was exciting, right? But now it's down and, you know, and it's starting to, you see trends, it's coming back, whatever, mm -hmm. play the loan game with it, you know, oh, yeah, absolutely. have it in the portfolio, but don't just rely on just that, yeah. you know, you should have some real estate. Don't just rely on financial services. You should have real estate in the portfolio. No, absolutely. Like I own my own house. I got life insurance uh -huh. and I, I learned to get life insurance. I think it was like 20 some years ago because right. I had to, uh, unfortunately pay for two funerals, um, wow. one my grandmother yeah. and then uh, my stepmom. Okay. 
like that I had to help pay for, and that's not fun. When when someone, your family member don't have life insurance, I'm telling you, it is not fun to have to pay for that funeral. And I'm telling you, the second funeral that I pay for, because I'm I'm the baby of seven kids. I told all my brothers and sisters, we was at at the funeral home. (laughs) As I was writing the check, I said, all you MFs better go get some life insurance. Right. This is the last yeah. funeral I'm yeah. paying for. Right. Because yeah. that ain't no fun. No. Like, Absolutely. it's expensive. Like, and then you got the everybody family member there, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, I want so and so to have this. And like, right. I have mm-hmm. a brother do that to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, are you paying for this? <laughs> right. Like, right. he was starting to right. ask stuff. Right. And you know, when you add stuff exactly. to a funeral, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. it adds up. I want this. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. when did you see that was free on the, right. on the itemized list? Right? Yeah. And I like, so trust me, I've always had life insurance and I've always kept it up. Like, I would, I would never put my kids through that. Right. Because I got two kids that's grown right now, but right. I would never put them through that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. unfortunately, everyone's using GoFundMes yeah. um, as life insurance. And, you know, GoFundMe is not life insurance. No, that's not what the platform not. was created right. for. So, right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, uh, again, just shifting the, shift the culture, you know, because when you look at other communities, right, they don't have that, um, they don't come with that baggage. You right. know, when they transition, when they pass away, like if you look at maybe even the Jewish community, they leave behind a half a million, million yeah. dollars. So they constantly, they pass along generational wealth. Right. Right. And most people don't have the basic understanding that life insurance is not an extravagant, high cost premium it's to not. be in position to leave behind generational wealth. Everyone's going to transition at some point. Right. But right. setting and kind of breaking those generational curses that we see too often in the black and brown community that just starts with maybe having a basic two hundred and fifty thousand, half a million dollar, thirty dollar life insurance policy. Yeah. My, it's that my, simple. I've been paying thirty four dollars for the last 20 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah I don't even miss it. I don't because I don't see it. Don't like, see it. I mean, come on. We go to Starbucks and spend five dollars a day. That's right. Like that's, that's your life insurance right here. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. That's facts. Exactly. And so. it literally is the foundation of wealth. So yes. if you guys are thinking about being wealthy, young people, while you're young, get some life insurance. Yep. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and while, so your, health changes, while your health is yeah, good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so many uh, changes have happened in the life insurance industry to where, you know, I don't want to sound like a commercial or nothing like that. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you don't got to die to live your life, to be able to use your life insurance. Right. You know, there's so many options within it. So that's where working with an advisor um, is, it's, you know, financially smart to consider that. Uh, so there's so many options right. you know, out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't sound like a commercial because this is something that we definitely need to talk about. There's so <laughs> right. many people, like you said, that's using GoFund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not educated on right. it. And people, mm-hmm. um, and I'm speaking from experience, because paying for two funerals is not fun. Right. So I, yeah. I, I want to stress that point. Like, yeah. get some life insurance. Um, talk to a financial advisor like these two power couples right here. I'm telling you, it's worth it. You won't miss those pennies every month because you blow it every month anyway. Right. Yeah. How many, go look at your bank account, a little $10, $5 mm-hmm. every yep. month. Like those stuff adds up that, that you yeah. don't know what it is. And right. Come yeah. on, like get some. That's your monthly premium right there. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. And if there's something that you can leave to your children, right. You know, that's what you want. You don't want them to inherit your debt. Exactly. You know, um, for example, I come from, uh, two entrepreneurs, actually I'm second generation entrepreneurs. And, uh, my parents taught me that at an early age. Um, unfortunately due to other medical, um, you know, hiccups that they had in life, they actually lost their life insurance. Okay. Um, but the, 
the good thing about that is that my mom goes, well, I bought my, la- I bought my, my plot. So I already have my area. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is paid for. And she goes, the last thing yes. I want to do is actually leave this burden on you. <laughs> and I admire my parents for that, for always Beautiful. teaching me and guiding mm-hmm. me and telling, you know, showing me my worth and, right. you know, not knowing what you can do with your money, you know, um, and it's so easy to just blow it. But I love that you are educating people um, to get life insurance at a very early age. And there's just so much, um, I guess, bad rap, you know, depending on the companies or people. Mm-hmm. But get educated, y'all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, the only yeah. thing that's promised in life is death. Right. And Absolutely. that's the scariest thing, exactly. right? You know, tomorrow's never promised. No. So why not be ready for it? You know, right. this is a reality. Yeah. Just starts with one generation. If mm-hmm. one generation make the, you know disciplines itself mm-hmm. to make that change, it could change generations, future generations to come long term. Right. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where, where does um? I think you touched on this earlier. Where does seventeen come from? So seventeen. Um, and congratulations, by the way, because I saw it on ABC Seven. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys were on a fashion show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was out in. Uh, Again, yeah, shout out to my partner Josh. That was uh, we were included in New York Fashion Week yeah. this year. You know, oh out my in New God. York. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was cool. So Josh is. It makes everything on our side with Top Shelf Financial that much simpler because he's creating and putting everything he's got into making apparel that you know we didn't want to come up with a bunch of uh, support me items like I'll wear this to support you. Like mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. wanted to have merchandise you know, for our clients, for our agents that feel good about wearing this to a date night or just right. hanging out like it's that fashionable. Right. And uh, he does an amazing job with doing that. And that landed him in New York Fashion Week. Uh, it was a big celebration. It was a just a massive win for the brand itself. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it started um, in 2000. The brand started in 2017. So that's where yeah. 17 comes from. So just from the year. The year. Yeah. Okay. And then it, it goes a little bit deeper. You know, 17 is that pivotal age where... You know, you're trying to figure out which way, you know, you're going to go in the real world and college decisions, working Mm -hmm. decisions. Um, You know, you really put in serious, conscious thought into what you want your life to be. So it goes a little bit deeper than just the year we started it. But that's a little bit of the background for it. And you also are involved in youth sports, basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I come from a basketball family, but my dad, um, he is big. probably one of the biggest in Southern California uh, in the basketball community, you know, mm-hmm. with impacting kids and youth. And, you know, that's one thing um, that you kind of touched up on, your passion for, you know, being involved with kids and, and teaching them because they, you know, maybe come from a similar background like yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, you know, he was, um, you know, he had a, he just retired last week. I think he had like a 32, 35 year 37. career, 37 year career uh, in probation. You know, so he's seen, you know, kids, you know, you know, get, you know, have to spend time in jail and, you know, life just being altered because they got to go and see a probation officer. So he started a sports program that was based out here in the Antelope Valley when it's had to have been early 2000s when I was maybe, I don't know, you know, I was young, right? So six, seven years old. And we had it here in the Antelope Valley from like 2000 to about 2014, 2015, about 15 years. And uh, he ended up taking the business to Orange County. He got much more support in Orange County with, you know, facilities and, you know, they just rally behind their community out right. there, you know, to make it possible for these kids to have, you know, a facility to be able to do ball, volleyball, you know, basketball, indoor soccer, 
Um, so he took the business down there where it was much more possible for the kids up here to have consistent uh, athletic, have an athletic experience. But what's exciting about it is uh, about 14 years later, we're now back in the Antelope Valley, you know, nice. and the school districts. I think collectively we've seen uh, the impact in our community just competitively not having our resources and assets available for our kids in the community. So the school districts finally opened up and, you know, worked with them to be able to bring the, the league back here to the AV. So the first game is going to start uh, next Saturday. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, so it's yeah. exciting. So that'll yeah. be the 14th. Or so 15th, are, are, yeah. are you guys are behind it? Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. We help Absolutely. sponsor a lot of the stuff that they're doing. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. yeah. And where are the mm-hmm. games usually located? Um, so, go ahead. Oh, it's multiple high schools. So, um, we have Eastside High School, P. Knight High School, um, and then a lot of the different middle schools. But the games themselves will be held at the high schools because they have two gyms. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because actually I was picking up my son one day from practice and I happened to walk into, he's at Knight High School. Okay. And I mm-hmm. noticed that there was just so much activity, mm-hmm. yeah. so many people around. And I happened to tell one of the gentlemen, like, I love the fact that, you know, this is happening, that this is going on. Because right. I continue to say that we need more activities. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it keeps kids off the streets. Absolutely. It keeps yeah. them away from right. problems. Not only that, but mentorship. Mentorship should really be um, just exercise, utilize. Right. Right. And um, for the next generation, because a lot of kids always um, have, when they become successful, will always, um, I guess, uh, oh my goodness, I'm like having a brain fart. <laughs> They'll always go back and and. And just kind of highlight that mentor, that person that believed in them, that person that invested into them, you know, to to guide them, to tell them that there's, you know, um, that there's better things in life. Right. So I love that that's going on. It's really cool. We've been um, doing travel ball with our we have twin boys. They're six. And um, so the what he's been doing with travel ball in Orange County is from ages technically eight all the way through high school. So all the and so he's seen a lot of uh, generations come through the door. They practice at P Knight High School. They play out in Orange County, but now they can practice here and play here. So it's yeah. exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, because soccer's big out here, but right. I think that there mm-hmm. needs to be other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, over the weekend, my husband um, works for Northrop, and actually mm-hmm. their company is having like different sports. Cool. And just to see adults come together, and my husband at the end of the game, he goes, "You know, I love the fact that it brought us together and showed us camaraderie. These are grown men, right? So can you imagine the kids?" The kids oh, yeah. really need this, oh, yeah. um, especially in our community. Um, just yesterday, we were having a conversation that we're so good of highlighting the negative in our community. Okay. Well, you know, because sometimes that's all you're focused on. Right. So now, you know, there's this, there's the the basketball, you know, although there is a soccer, and I continue to say that we need more activities, more sports. So hopefully, you know, you guys can invest a little bit more and, oh, yeah. and inspire other people to kind of get out there. Um, right. You know, when I was in Los Angeles, baseball was huge. Mm-hmm. And it kept mm-hmm. so many kids in East L.A. off the streets. 100%. You know, well, with with that, I mean, obviously, I know you guys probably need sponsors, but what else do you guys need to get, like, really scale this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you know what? The the league is really strong. It's financially strong. You know, it's a it's a viable business down in Orange County, so it doesn't, it doesn't take much. What we really, what we're hopeful to build with the city, which is all in the works right now, um, I was talking with city manager. Hopefully, you know, we're going to be breaking grounds for creating this one multi-usage facility. 
Okay. Uh, where vol- not just for basketball, volleyball could be in there. Uh, indoor soccer. Indoor soccer, basketball, you know. Uh, what I, I mean, you think of it, name it, a facility that could house one, right? Mm. Because if you think about, so we have that in Orange County happening now, which is okay. great. One facility. Eight courts. Eight courts. Yeah. Eight different games going on all at the same time, right? So mm. it allows for, it's efficient. It allows for a lot of games to be played, get a full experience in a matter of two days. That part is great. Um, right now with our setup, obviously it's only one court, right? You know, per school. Right. So there's a lot of moving pieces of maybe, you know, if you got two kids, maybe one's playing at Lancaster High right. School, the other one's playing at Eastside High School. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can get to that point, which we're actively working on it with the city, um, that's going to be super exciting because it'll be housed under one roof and we can get a lot more. And maybe there's two, three games on a Saturday versus just one, one game. Right. And that's extremely relevant because when our high schoolers, they go to CIF playoffs, right? You know, maybe they're going a little bit deeper in the playoffs versus losing in the first round. Mm-hmm. That all comes down to how much training, how much, you know, um, uh, you know, just training and involvement the they get on right. the off season versus it being, you know, only during their school season. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, The competition level in Orange County is completely different than the competition level out here. And that's just because there's a lack of anything here. So, you know, our boys, they're six and they can technically play with third and fourth graders because uh, they're playing in tournaments every single week and two to three games every day. And the competition level out there has prepared them to be able to play up out here. But that's unfortunate because we have third and fourth graders out here who can barely dribble a basketball um, because they only get it during PE, you know? So we want to give them, there's people who love sports and and they want to take it far. We want to give them the opportunity to experience it here to prepare them for the next level. And the exciting thing is that we're on the road, you know, the city sees the need and uh, these resources have now been made available. So practices are happening and, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but you know, if we can keep the program here consistently um, over the next five, 10 years, then it'll catch right back up and we'll see, right. you know, because here's the other thing with this, which is exciting. We've had kids obviously from this Antelope Valley go pro, right? right. You know, you right. got like your Paul, Paul George, you got, Paul George mm-hmm. is obviously the biggest, right? But then you got, you know, Josh Christopher, which is a top shelf financial client, which is cool. And he's also an AVAC uh, player. Comes from, he our, came from yeah, our program. He comes from our program. You got oh, Josh nice. Christopher, you got Dwayne Deadman. You know, you got Christian, What you got there so many different names that came from here mm. that are pro athletes, but they go play their high school ball on a much bigger stage right. because the competition, because of the, mm. the training, just everything has been a little bit more enhanced mm-hmm. down below. If we can, again, build a facility to where now you can get all of that right. here and stay here, you know, and have those same opportunities, then that's, a, you know, then it, it, uh, it kind of evens out the playing field more. Right, yeah. yeah. I love, oh, that. I love that. Yeah. Don't get us started with sports. We're a sports fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we so can go all day. <laughs> yeah, and I know that yeah. the city is actually looking to do two sports complex. Um, yeah. um, I know Miss uh, Nardi Lopez actually was promoting that a lot. But the sad thing about that is that the community would not come out, would not come and give their input. They want to know 
What is it that we need? What do you see? What do you, you know, how can we create this for you? So with that said, I encourage the community to come out. You know, there's clearly a lot of great things happening. Let's make it happen, especially for our youth, especially for our future. You know, these are our kids. Right. right, Yeah, we're so tired of hearing there's nothing in the Antelope Valley. So we all got to come out and support each other when there is something in the Antelope Valley so we can continue to bring more. It was was an amazing turnout for this first season. We got over 300 kids that signed up. Oh, you know, my for God. This, for this from, from five years old all the way through high school. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was a good, good turnout. And then, obviously, but it's the consistency. So, now the next league, uh, season will be, you know, summer. summer and then the fall league and then just keep it rotating that way. So, right. yeah, we're on the right track, you know. And that's no. that's love to the – Hey, you know, you know the important thing is hey. you guys started it. Yeah. You guys are putting in the work and action. Like I said, it, it may take time, but you guys are putting in the work. Right. And that's yeah. the important yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that because I'm a coach too. I'm a, a AYSO coach. Okay. Um, up, up in uh, Valencia for special needs kids. Okay. Because uh, my son has a special need. Okay. And uh, so I've been doing that for nine years. So. It's amazing. I mean, as you can tell, me giving back to the kids is just a passion of mine. That right. I've been doing right. it for years. Yeah. Right. I coached my daughter track team for a little over 10 years. Okay. Like, I was always that dad where I couldn't sit on the stands. I had to be <laughs> okay. out there. Like, yeah, especially doing track. I'm just <laughs> like, there was no way yeah. I was going to sit all day in the stands. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I had to be out on the yep. field. Right, so, right. Man, I'm, I'm so busy with, with the schedule, but... You know, Saturdays when we get out there, it's like, man, I could probably be a full-time coach because I'm okay. coaching the boys hard, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and our daughter just you know. finally, she's she's five foot eight, five foot nine, and she yeah, just three months ago decided, I guess I'll give this basketball thing a shot. We're like, what? You could have been playing all along. Right. It had to be her decision. So now, right, no, yeah, yeah, so now we're on her too. So it's all day for all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I no, love that's it. great. I love it. Yeah. I, I love sports. Um, every Saturday I'm out there on the field. and cool. Nice. It's, it's, it's amazing. Cool. It's, you yeah. know, it's amazing, especially for me, because, again, I work with the special needs kids. Right. And a lot of them, it's they're the only thing that they have. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it's raining or like when COVID hit, it was kind of it broke my heart that yeah. they, you know, mm-hmm. they miss a game or miss practice. Right. But when they out there, it's, it's so it's so much fun. Right. And, you know, yes. and the thing about honestly, like I'm a big sports fan. Like I'm yeah. a big Laker fan and, nice, you know, uh, football. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about soccer. Okay. okay, but yeah. I, I, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> know none. But honestly, okay. I don't know none of the rules. Right. Like I don't know what all sides is. I'll be seeing all sides, but I still don't see it. Like right. I yeah. know what all yeah. sides yeah. is right. with all the other sports, but right. for soccer, right. that don't make no sense. Right. right. Yeah. Like, How can you be all sides? You can't be on the other side of defense. But you know, but that didn't stop me. Like I am. I'm actually one of the co-directors, but I'm still a head coach, and I'm out there running with them. And I mean, obviously, it's special needs kids, so the rules don't really apply. We're just out there having fun. Right. And that's the Thing. Yep, it's out there having fun, I love and it. I love it. It's purposeful, exactly. Yeah, with the youth, if 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 you want to keep the youth focused, enroll them in some sort of sports yeah. or or a community group where they can, um, you know, where their grades matter. Like you have to have good grades to participate. Yeah. Um, it'll keep them focused. They want to stay in that sport with their friends. Right. Um, his best friends came from that sports program that was years ago, you know. So if you guys want your youth to be involved in something amazing and to grow and to stay out of trouble, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it. my kids are involved. Um, actually, later on today, we're going to be talking to um, Captain Staley from the Civil Air Patrol. And my daughter is actually 12, and she got to fly. What? I mean, how many twelve-year-olds can honestly say that? No, fly a plane. Yeah, we have a twelve-year-old. I should tell yeah. her. Like, we have pilots. That well, she's are much yeah. braver than me, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know what was crazy <laughs> is that they they literally get them up to. I mean, a point where they can just take over. And the, the captain proud says, mama moment. 
here you go. Wow. You know, that's cool. Oh wow. yeah. As actually yeah. the plane was taking off, yeah. I, it just like gave me so much joy. And my daughter was in a really funky, you know, stage and mm-hmm. especially coming out of, of COVID, she was in the languishing state and that just really shifted everything. Right. But just so empowering as oh, a yeah. female one, right. You know, flying at the age of 12. 12. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah, you know, so that's dope. And actually my son plays baseball. I'm cool. huge baseball. You know, fanatic. I see your phone. She's a Daughters fan, guys. Hey, yeah, I got What's my Joe Kelly. <laughs> what was that? What's your daughter's name? Uh, my daughter's name is Melody. Melody. Shout yeah. out to Melody. Hey. Yeah, that's, real cool. yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> she's actually going to be on the show uh, next. We, so we're doing two shows today. So she's actually going to be on the show today no with, way. The, nice. with the captain and nice. all that. And we're going to talk about the program up in Palmdale. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Melody that's must amazing. have definitely has uh, amazing parents for, for leading <laughs> right. and, and inspiring her that way to do that. So right. congratulations yeah. to you guys. Oh, thank you. But, you know, not only that, but it's because of programs like like the basketball, like yeah. the right. Civil Air Patrol, like baseball, soccer, whatever it may be. You know, like parents, I encourage you, you know, yes, we live in a, in a community of commuters, but when there's a will, there's a way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. When there right. is a will, there's a way. I mean, I'm carpool mom. <laughs> I really am for actually our leadership workshop. I mean, half the class I pick up. Okay. But you know what? It's because they want to be there. Right. And not only that, but to give them a sense of, of purpose and belonging. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Belonging. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I love it. Actually, you guys have given me so much joy just now. Um, yeah. This morning I was listening to, like, Les Brown, and he was just talking about everything you need is on, on the other side of fear, mm-hmm. you know? And I wish kids would just understand that. Don't be don't be intimidated because the other kids have been playing for a long time. Oh, yeah. It's the fact that you showed right. up. You Shut laced up, up and you're here, yep. right? Yep. you right. know? And that sky's the limit after that. Yep. That's yeah. just the beginning. No, you, you couldn't hit it home better because uh, our daughter, she wanted nothing to do with sports. And a lot of it is because, you know, again, we're a sports family. So the expectations from her peers are obviously a little bit higher and a little bit more judgmental. And, uh, you know, again, just shout out to her because she played her first year of basketball at uh, Hillview Middle School. Hey. And, yeah. uh, and they took now, home the and, championship, Right, too. and she took home the championship, and because she did it, she just thinks she's this all-world athlete. She's like, I'm doing track now. Yeah, okay, now she, as like, she her should. Her confidence is, <laughs> is out the door, and right. I'm like, go get them. Go do your thing. We're right. going to support it. Yeah, some so. of the greatest don't start till later. Lisa Leslie didn't start playing basketball till high school. Candace yep. Parker, not till eighth grade. Yeah. So yeah. it's never too late, guys. Yeah. Never too so. late. It's we'll turn this into a sports for nothing. A sports Absolutely. podcast if you let us, man. Yeah, I know. So. Let's stop now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith over here, right? Hey, you know what? I, th- I think That's I what? think it's needed. You yeah. know, right? So, so what's, what's next? What's big next for you guys as far as like community work? Because uh, I love what you guys are doing with the youth, but like as far as like the community itself, with Top Shelf, yeah, let's. Yeah, so um, you know, last year we did the fashion show, yeah. uh, which was a, a big success. Um, you know, it's funny because. I say that, but I also kind of like on the other side, cringe a little bit because, you know, it was a success and uh, our community made us aware that it was a success. You no, know, our standards are so, <laughs> yeah. our expectations are so high. So we were like, we know we did a good job. We know we brought an experience that, you know, hasn't been done or hasn't, you know, probably hasn't been done in our community at all. Uh, but, you know, we were very uh, critical of ourselves yeah, and what we wanted it to be. But, but you know what? That, uh, that, that just shows, because I'm, I'm like that too. Like everything I do, like I just, when I was hosting the um, gala. Beautiful night. Right, right, right. right? Like I, yeah. I, I, I asked everybody, I, I did a horrible job. But everybody was like, oh no, you did a great you job. Like, yeah, but I'm very critical. But that's, that comes yeah. from a growth mindset. Because yeah. right. I know, yeah. 
I can always do better. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I do, I can know I can do better. 100%. It's all about scaling, being better, you know, today than you was yesterday, right? right. Exactly. So that, that's all that is. Exactly. This is the growth mindset. Yep, exactly. So, you know, um, and all in all, you know, taking a step back and now being five, six years or five, six years, five, six months removed from it um, and just hearing everyone else speaking about that event for, you know, five, six months after it happened, mm-hmm. that kind of gave the like a surety like we did do something unique. Like yeah, this was, cool. it, you know, it was fun. It was it was different. It hadn't been done. Um, so we did that last year. And, uh, you know, again, the expectations, everything is top shelf. We want to bring just the best experience. So. Um, I would tell you, I, I can't go into full details cause I'm working with the city on it, but I oh. would tell you, we were, we were hopeful to bring this experience this, this year. year, uh, but to make it the best experience and the biggest experience for up here, we definitely need, uh, all the time, time in the yeah. city to, to kind of big brother us and help us yeah. pull it off. But I will tell you, um, we're going to be bringing, uh, for 2024 an R and B, a concert experience. And we've oh. already been talked with you know, the headliner and different components that's going to go into the show. So I was so hopeful coming on this show. Oh, it was, was coming in October. Announce it to everyone on <laughs> hey, this show. Right. And, and is so, that the city of Palmdale or Lancaster? City of Lancaster. Lancaster. Okay, yeah. RX Paris. You yeah. know, um, I do got hit. Yeah. I do have him on uh, <laughs> on my uh, contact. So yeah. right, right. We right. might have to give a yeah. little nug. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 man. Our uh, our city council. Shout out to them. They um, they definitely. Uh, in my experience, they are definitely trying to uh, give back to this community and just bring the best experiences. And they've been very uh, just complimentary to uh, Top Shelf and us working together to try to just bring the best experiences. So uh, yeah, shout we just, out to we, the we want to take a little bit more time, make sure that it's yeah. um, something that our, our city can appreciate. Well, you know, the thing that I hate the most is when things look like it's from the Antelope Valley. Like people are like, right. oh, that's from the Antelope Valley. You can tell. Right. No, we're trying to bring big city here. So, hey. you know. That's right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, trying to bring that yeah big city energy um, because it should be because, you know, we shouldn't have to go to New York or Miami or, you know, L.A. to enjoy ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we should be able to have an amazing experience here. So, uh, the good thing about it, like I said, working with the city and working with the, the board down here, uh, it's all possible, you know, yeah. and everybody has an energy and an appetite to to want to do it. Uh, so, you know, we got that in the works right now. You know, so, so just yeah. be on the lookout for for something massive, uh, for something massive to, to come here. So. Yeah. No, and there's events. so much potential. I mean, mm-hmm. the AV is not that far from Los Angeles, y'all. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. It really is. Yeah. And half of us probably not even more than half of us don't hesitate driving down that hill. Right. 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 You know, one, two o'clock in the morning, like have a sleep. Yep. Yep. Why yep. even have to go through all that when <coughs> we can bring it here? And and it's true. I mean, my husband is from Hollywood and mm. he actually used to work at clubs in Hollywood. And he tells me there's so much potential out here. We right. really could bring right. that, that vibe, you know, right. and they already have it at Zelda's. You know, it's such a nice, you know, environment. There's just so much of, 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 of Hollywood when I step into that. So absolutely. I'm so And they're well, and they're well attended. So, you know, that tells you again, that there is definitely an appetite to uh, have experiences here in the Antelope Valley, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, again, shout out to the community for pulling up, you know, but one of the common um, things we heard after the fashion show was like, where was this at? You know, online, right? Mm. right. Where was this at? This looks like it was in LA. And it was like, no, this is on the boulevard, okay. you know, and we could, we can continue to have events like that and continue yeah. to make them amazing. So 
Yeah. Right. And I mean, I know you guys do a lot, lot on the boulevard because you're located here on the boulevard. Right. Um, are, are you guys part of the boulevard association? Correct. Yeah, I okay. am. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are you? So you, you're up there with Glenn. Yeah. Yep, oh, yeah, yep, um, absolutely. Me and Glenn, that's my guy. Shout out to Glenn. Oh, yeah, shout yeah. out to Glenn. I yeah. know, I love Glenn. I was just, I was with, <laughs> you, know, I'm, I was, you know, I'm always over there and hanging right. out with Glenn. Right. Um, but um, I was with Glenn yesterday because they started the farmer's market. Right. Yes. And uh, we was walking up and down the boulevard and I was, and he gave me some information that I was really disappointed about. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. And even though I, I, I love my city, Lancaster, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they, um, outsource the company that does the farmer's the market. The farmer's market, man. To I somebody just got in off a phone call about this. That, 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 to Glendora, me, that, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I could call people yeah. on their stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. we got we got to yeah. fix that. that right. Absolutely. That is not right. Um, right. Yep. No, I just got done talking with someone that wants to be on the board, and she literally just said, how does this make sense? It, it know, doesn't. I mean, sense. all the, and me and Glenn, like I mm-hmm. said, was walking down the boulevard and half the vendors was from the valley. Right. Right. That's and I'm exactly like, that's a slap in the yeah. face. And there's to plenty our of small out, businesses out here. out here that would love to have that. So we're going right. to definitely be that's bringing. Right. I literally before coming here, I had a conversation specifically to that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everything with our board um, that we've been talking about, we're just going to call it for what it is. Like, we got to shift the culture. Right. You know, yeah. and that's been a, a renewed commitment. I'm new to the board. Um, but that's been, I've been very vocal about that, like shifting the culture, bringing experiences that are, you know, well-cultured with different communities that, you know, our communities could appreciate, um, and just making things that don't make sense, make sense, Right. you know, like, you know, we should be involved in Magical Boulevard, we right. should be involved in our farmer's market, you know, it's our boulevard, we make up the boulevard, it's our right. businesses. And I, I would actually like to see, and, and, and somebody brought this up as we was talking last, yesterday on the boulevard. Why is it a farmer's market, but yeah, we only have one person doing produce? Doing oh, produce. Yeah. Like, how does that make sense? Right. Hey, come yeah. on. Y'all. I know. And right. I actually wanted to kind of correct you on that. Yeah, it's not me. small businesses. It's oh, yeah. thriving businesses. Thriving businesses. I love that. Yep, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, and Absolutely. I continue to kind of correct yeah. people. I yeah. was corrected yeah. on that. But in reality, yep. there are so many thriving businesses yeah. here, yeah. you know, yeah. and a lot of entrepreneurs, I think that... I, it wasn't until I got up here that I was just like, man, they yeah. really are yeah. out here. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't said it better. You know, again, uh, there's nothing, you know, these are people that have big dreams, mm-hmm. right. big goals. And there's nothing small about that. So I right. definitely think we need to eliminate that terminology yeah. as small, right? Because yeah. we're playing big out here. So. Oh, it's yeah. all the mindset. Yeah. 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 It is mindset. 100%. You know? Yeah. No, and, and I, so I love what you guys are doing. Um, I know I was supposed to join the board uh, when I first moved out, moved out into this building a year ago. Right. Um, but um, I didn't just because it was so much politics involved and yeah. who was running it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they was like, these people are not budging. Yeah. Because I was supposed to join when, when Diana was on it. And, right. you know, she was like, no one's budging. Right. So, you know, I'm oh. glad like a friend of mine, uh, yeah. Raina from Fusion, yeah. she yeah. just joined. And she, she, oh, really? Shout out to yeah, Raina. Shout out to her. I love it. Yeah. Raina is my girl. And I tell you, just for the record and just to be clear, you know, um, you know, we need that. You know, yeah. there, there's been some hesitation. You know, she's spicy, right? She so, is. Yeah. Um, and I've been, and we just met, you know, uh, a couple of days ago, right, yeah, at my office. Okay. And I'm like, look, you know, um, we're going to take that same mentality, right, of what the absolute of what needs to change, what needs to get better. But we're going to bring organization to it, right? Mm. Because yeah. that's when it's okay, accepted, appreciated. Like, this is logistically how we need to uh, distribute change. 
right? We're passionate about the change, but at the same time, we're also coming organized with the change. So um, the board uh, is exciting because the culture in its entirety as, as is changing and shifting. Mm-hmm. I can't be, you know, this is probably at this time the closest I want to be to politics. Right. No, the same, me, same to me, because I don't like politics. <laughs> right. but, yeah. you, know. you know, this is the closest I want to be to it. But, uh, you know, we're getting things done and that makes me feel good about right. the time that I'm spending away from my kids, from my wife, uh, because we're actually uh, casting visions that our board is getting behind. Mm-hmm. We got a unanimous vote for the concept of this uh, concert experience that we want to bring in. That's yeah. probably not heard of in years to come right. on our board. So I'm excited to be a part of it and, and to, you know, help bring change to it. Yeah. It. yeah. But I always tell people, uh, especially when they say, I don't want to get involved in politics. And it's true. It's a, yeah. it, you know, it's a, right. that's his ugly yeah. face, right? Yeah. However, what you're yeah. doing is the best investment, mm-hmm. you know, because this is your community and nothing right. to, you know, downplay all the right. walks and all right. the marches and all of that stuff. However, mm-hmm. does is it really going to get your point across? Are you really investing where you live? You know, it's like here, this is our community. And then your voice is now being heard. You are speaking to the people that, you know, can help you make that change that you want to see. So definitely what you're doing, you know, kudos, you know, yeah, it's, um, it's just about the, you know, it's, the problem we all know what the problem is now it's about okay what work goes into this yeah you know, we got to go do the work and sometimes right. too often in our community the work part is missing yep. it's mm-hmm. it's we need to go on so we can be heard go and yeah. do the protest and march and make so bring awareness to the problem yeah but then right. follow that through okay what yep. are the action you know the action so items to go take and that make seat that change. right you, you know take that seat yep. and step up i mean yep. even with the sheriff department i actually signed up for their workshop that they're doing where they want to come together with the community mm-hmm. but right. in reality it's like we can't really just you know, bad mouth them and you're not no doing good, yeah. but they're now giving you the opportunity to let your voice mm-hmm. be heard, right. mm-hmm. sign up, yep. show up, yep. let them know, exactly. you know, let's, let's do, you know, build that community that we do want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we even suggested to, um, you know, to have softball games with the sheriff oh, yeah. department, with, with, the with our community, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, they're That'll people just yeah. like us, right. you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a job. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we just talked about this on the last show yeah. with, with, uh, with my girl Jackie Hernandez. And right. we talked about, you know, people, you know, say unity and, you know, a community and all this. But like you said, like, where's the action? Where's right. the actionable steps? Right. We, right. we can't just continue to sit here and talking about it. We, right. we got to show up right. and put yeah. it in the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, and, and it is a thin line sometimes because everybody works. Most people work down the hill. So when you get back here, like in the evening times or on the weekends, like, you really don't want to get out and do community stuff. But guess what? We have to do it. And we have mm-hmm. to do it for our youth. Yeah, right. Like, because we have to make this community safer and better for our kids. Right. And agree more. And definitely. If, if, if we got to put it, we got to put it to work. It's not even about yeah. our if. Yeah. We if have to put it to work yeah. for definitely. our kids. And, you know, that's my call to, like, the Hispanic Chamber is the best chamber out here. I'll be on the record saying that. Oh, thank you. Problem. You guys yeah. are amazing, right? You guys oh, are man. just doing the best work. Say that louder for the people in the yeah, back, Yeah, I'm going to say it again. Yeah, <laughs> chamber, man. Shout out yeah. to them. I'm not uh, a part of it, but shout out to them because they're doing I've come to, you know, several events with the Hispanic Chamber. Uh, I've done and had lunch with uh, you guys as leaders over there. I really respect what you guys are doing. Um, and so, but, you know, the conversation is, you know, with the city, um, we should be doing events that our community can connect to. Right. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, you know, events have been done and there's been a disconnect right. 
from the city to the community. Mm. If we can bring our leaders, our business leaders into the fold to create these experiences that are housed by the city and the cities are involved in doing these events, but they're put on by our business rock stars that represent these different communities. Mm. Well, then that's probably the starting point of where that right. healing and that coming together and that yeah. unity that that's we all want to see. That yeah, we can mm. make that bridge. So that's but what it, I'm trying to help, you know. No, again, but like I say, again, people, some people got to take out the egos. Yes. You got to yes. take the politics out of it. Yep. Yes. And we got to do the, do the work just for the community. Right. Like, and that's it. Right. It's for the community. It's yeah. for We cannot continue to live this way and pass all these problems and stuff onto our kids. Right. Right. Like right. we got to do something. Yep. We can't yeah. just ignore it. Be the change that you want to see, you know, right. above everything, integrity. Right. Have Absolutely. integrity. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, you know. Better so with that said, what's next for Top Chef? Like, what is you guys' biggest, biggest goal here? Uh, for me, well, okay, so my biggest goal is um, I want to educate our community and help our community start to have some of the knowledge that other communities have Mm. in regards to finances. Mm. So I have like a huge crusade in my heart to really do that, educate. So um, it's not even necessarily about um, the business portion of it. Money's going to be there. Money is going to come, um, but it's education. So that's why we're doing more on Instagram with Amber and putting out more videos, because if I can just start touching some people, some of the youth, some of the people that look like us, um, like you said, all it takes is one, one person to change a complete generation and generations to come. Um, so that's my, that's our goal. That's my, my crusade right now is education, educating the community on financial services. You know what? And I'm going to say this because I always tell people that, if you chase your passion, mm-hmm. money will always present itself. Right. Never chase the money, right? right? And one thing that I admire about what you guys are doing mm-hmm. is you guys are continuing to educate people. You guys right. never yeah. talk about pricing or trying to make money through people. You guys are right. just you guys are really out there in the community putting into action and educating people. So right. you guys continue to do that seriously, yeah, right? That. Yes. Because the money will come to you guys, right. and you guys know that. Right. And I and, and I know you guys know that because you guys are actually putting into action and putting right. into work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. definitely. Um, you know, I was funny again just having a conversation with uh, an agent that wants to come work with us before coming here, and he was telling me you know, what his goals were. And he led with, you know, I want to get in front of people to teach people. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, here, we can, you know, you can work with us, right? Just off <laughs> of saying that, right? right? Because, you know, I, I was explaining to him, I said, look, you know, <clears throat> we've done very well in business just off of a couple basic principles, right? But maybe it's not as basic because there's not a lot of people that uh, follow these steps, you know, one, giving our clients an amazing, an amazing experience working with Top Shelf Financial. I mean, through not just through the work, but how do we treat them after they become clients? Right. right? Is it just a transaction or are we going to take a little bit of more time to figure out what they're passionate about, what they love? You know, if maybe they're a Dodger fan, we're going to send them Dodger tickets. Maybe hey. if they like Lakers, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Right. That investing back into them into yeah. things they care about, you know, creating um creating an experience and then followed after that, you know, accurate financial planning, accurate financial, um, you know, putting together a portfolio that's sound that, you know, holds up, right. If another advisor comes and sit down with them, is it going to fall apart or is it going to be on the books? And that advisor says, man, great job for your agent. He did an amazing job or she did an amazing job for you. You know, that client's going to be like, man, I'm so happy I'm working Mm -hmm. with that advisor. That's so thorough and good at, 
making sure my goals are being met, right? So And I always look good, right? Because right? we're going to send them the, the swag. There you go. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And we, have them in the, and we can have them in the swag as well. I know um, that's right. Yeah, so, you know, just creating an experience and through just taking those steps, you know, money has come in uncommon amount to, to us. You know, we've mm-hmm. been blessed in that way. Um, but it's never a leading way, like, you know, how much money I'm going to go make on this client or this right. month. It's always like, I'm going to go and, you know, take our message, take our brand, um, take our experience to what we're good at doing to our consumer. And, you know, it just happens to work out to our benefit every time. Yeah, it's a great message just to entrepreneurs in general. We started off at what is this going to make us? Because like you said, we were young, we had a daughter, we were in survival mode, you know, so Mm -hmm. we, we were thinking about what can this industry provide for us? The minute it switched in our minds and, and we gained a true passion for really helping the person sitting in front of us, that's when everything just clicked on that right. end. You know, it just changes. And it's like I, I told him, I said, it's no longer you no longer look for clients. Clients are just finding you. And mm-hmm. it's because you're coming off as genuine. And um, that that's kind of been our thing. We no longer have to to look for the clients. We no longer have to. We all we're always going to cast a net. But we no longer have to do that because. Mm-hmm. Um, it's genuine and it just kind of happens. And that's well, it's, it's law of attraction. Law yeah. of attraction. Yeah. Absolutely. When, when you 100%. lead with your heart and mm-hmm. your passion, that's mm-hmm. why I always tell people, follow your passion. The money will always present itself. Yep. Just follow your passion. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That just yeah. gave me goosebumps. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And that's yeah. why you guys are doing very well. And you got, why you guys are a pillar in this community. And this is why we do what we do. Like we don't get right. paid for this show. Right. Like we, right. we do this because we want to spotlight people like yeah. you guys and show the community, like, no, these are genuine uh, uh, entrepreneurs on the right. boulevard and right. in our community, you know, so go support them. Yeah, right. Absolutely. They're here. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And shout out to you guys, because this is one of those podcasts that um, you anticipate being on, because, you know, again, you guys are bringing attention and just bringing that light to the different businesses to where it's like, and I want to be a part of that podcast because I really appreciate what it is that, you know, you guys are doing. So it's, it's just a... It's a hand-in-glove fit that just right. makes sense to where it's like you guys are doing an amazing job with this work, and, you know, it, just, it compliments really well. So, again, compliments. Yeah. Oh, thank and, you. I mean, for me, you know, I, I started this, you know, because I, I met a lot of business owners out here. And, you know, with my background, cause, you know, I don't know if you guys know, I've been in the film industry for 35 years, you know. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's where I come from, and that's why okay. I, like, I kind of do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I when so. I met the uh, entrepreneurs out here, man, I was like, man, people need to know these stories. Right. Like, we're in a small community, and right. we got to support each other. Right. But when you, when, when you go and you interview, like, entrepreneurs like yourself and not a community – just heard you guys have a regular conversation with us, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't scripted. It was from you guys' heart. Mm-hmm. Now the community knows about you, knows right. more background about you. Now it's like, oh, wow, I'm going to support him. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Diana said something interesting earlier that people tune in so much to the negativity, right? Right. And I love AV Scanner. But, guys, there's so yeah, much more that exactly. we can watch and listen. Listen to the One Life podcast where you guys can get something uh, uh, yeah. positive yeah. out of this community. We don't always have to tune into the negative. And you know what? And, yeah. and I forgot who was on the show. Nikki was on the show. And, mm-hmm. and we was talking about that, about we are what we consume. Right. And I love the A to B scanner as well, but it's yes. like every time I'm scrolling, I uh-huh. see something negative. Like, uh-huh. you got to throw some positive stuff in there, right. too. Yep. Like, Absolutely. for real. And I'm not saying you got to put my show on there. But right. there's a lot of, <laughs> right. like, great there's stuff out yeah. there. Stuff like, because yeah. we are what we consume. And Absolutely. If we con- continue consuming that negative stuff, guess mm-hmm. what? Yep. Like, what we put out there is what we get back. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And it just keeps that narrative yeah. going going about you know out here and it's just again we're bigger than that i think we got much more potential than what's been just shown here and, right you know but i'm excited yeah. to be stepping into it it's all about where we're going and 
you know, I think that I can feel com- I feel comfortable saying that we're actually, you know, doing the work. To, to and you guys up. are doing an amazing right. job. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate that. One hundred percent. And so, positivity is actually artificial. Negativity is in our DNA. And that's yeah. the reason why it's so easy and it's, yeah. you know, projected so, so much. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have knowledge of that and you guys right. are doing the work, putting right. in the positivity. I mean, sky's the limit after that, right? right. You said no, there is no roof, right? There's no roof. Right. There you no. go. That's right. hey, there's yeah. no roof. Absolutely. So let's do our uh, yes. crusher goals. So crusher goal, <laughs> for whatever reason, y'all, I keep saying it lines <laughs> up with our guests. And okay. this is, it's it's actually perfect from you guys for you guys. Right. And it comes from Elizabeth Gilbert. And it says, fear is boring, right? Ugh. Fear is. is boring. Fear is boring. Right. And yeah, I think that that's exactly what kind of it lines up with you guys, right? Absolutely. You know, um, we're we're both believers um, of, of God and Jesus. And I, I always say fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Mm. Right. So you choose one or the other. Right. And I choose faith. I don't want to be afraid all the time, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I couldn't be. Couldn't now, you know, 100 percent. And you know what? I, I, I actually around, I'm going to say three, four years ago, um, even though I grew up Catholic and I've always, you know, God has always been my foundation, mm-hmm. you know, about kind of living a spiritual life. You know, I finally um, about three, four years ago, um, just had a conversation with God because I always have a conversation with God. Like right. I always have a personal relationship with him. Right? Right. Even though I don't talk about it a lot, I have a personal relationship with him. Right. But about three, four years ago, I finally said, you know what? I'm gonna let you handle this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, you're way better than me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stop trying to beat you, <laughs> yes. and I'm gonna let you do you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look how life 100%. changes, right? No, it does. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Like I said, you know what? You got this. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. No, I'm the, I'm wired the exact same way. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna drive this thing into my vision comes to pass, and you know even just with this you know previous event that we were working on, mm-hmm. uh, it, everything was formulating, and it was but it was like. It was formulating, but at the same time, it was maybe some force in there because the better way forward now when you take a step back and looking at God being behind you is let's do this next year. More time, Mm. right? I struggle with patience. I'm not a patient (laughs) guy, right? Um, And so, you know, taking a step back, that's the best way to do it. And it's like, you know what? Okay. Yeah, you may materialize a lot of your goals and dreams, but at what expense? You're going to try to Mm. over materialize over God. Maybe that's not in his will, right? Right, For you right now. Just mm-hmm. take a step back and get a lesson in patience and go and do it the right way so you can all, all around create the experience that you want to create. So um, I connect with you on that, man. To, no, yeah. And, and you know what? I used to never world. have patience, but now I think I'm the most patient person on the world. Good. Beautiful, man. Good. No, so and, and it's hard sometimes because <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. have that. Uh, come on. <laughs> you teach like, a master right. class. I signed up and I no, listen yeah, to you. No, yeah. I mean, because you, you got to sometimes just yeah. step back and say, you know what? He's doing this for a reason. Right, yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing it for a reason. No matter how much I want this to go right now, I know, you know what? He's doing it for a reason. So I'm right. just chill. Yeah. Talk. Right. And, it, you know, it's like how, how people always say, you can't stop stressing over things you can't control. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah, and that's work. the thing. You know, entrepreneurs are visionaries. Yeah. So when we see our vision that's been given to us from God, we think, oh, that's what you see us doing. Let's do it right now. No, right. no, there's steps. No, no, there's steps. <laughs> yeah. Slow down a little yeah. bit, you know. <laughs> Let's take the right yeah. path, not the hard path. So, right. absolutely. And it's not a destination, right? So, right. even though you have this journey, yes. I mean, not journey, sorry, this vision, right. like, it's still a journey to get there. Yes. Right. Right. It's right. not a destination like right. I'm here, I made it. No, yeah. Then what? Like, oh, like then no, the vision it's, completely it's all changes, about the right? journey. It's the right? journey. Yeah. Like Kobe right. talked about that a yeah, lot. Exactly. Like it's, yes. it's about the journey. It's not about the championship. It's oh, about yeah. that journey getting there. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And you know what? Like just tying that whole um, idea to my experience in business, 
you know, starting this business at 19 years old, um, you know, you dream because you see it obtainable. You hear about the money that people make in this industry and you see it like, okay, this is the kind of life I want to have. And all, you know, more than once I've accomplished my goals. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I have more fun in the pursuit of it than the actual destination. You know, the hunt of it all is where the dream is actually happening. We spoke to that. Right. So the dream is the journey, not so much. I mean, it's sweet. We love it. Okay, great. You know, I accomplished my, my end goal, my, you know, my vision. Um, But it's what went into accomplishing the vision more so than, you know, the vision itself, but yeah, for all those that are ambitious, yeah. go out there and accomplish your goals. No, yeah, yeah. And you know, you know what? I, I don't even call them goals right. because okay. gold is an ending, right? right? I call them milestones. Milestones. Okay. Yeah. Like I accomplished yeah. this milestone. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going for mm-hmm. the next milestone. Right. right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah what so the, yeah. young entrepreneurs. It's shifting do, our mindset. Right. Right. Do not quit. Yeah. That's the, yeah. you know, keep going. And then once you get there, you'll realize the moment when you were going to quit was, was, the fun part like yeah. you don't you don't realize Rough it time. but yeah. but it is yeah. that's the fun yeah. when that's we think about that that was as hard as it was that was the part that built us and yeah. and you kind of miss it sometimes yeah yeah absolutely yeah like I texted Mike earlier, live full, die empty. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I love that question. I'm full, telling you, I was, I was I on that. that Les Brown this morning. Yeah. You know? And I was like, <laughs> let me take some of that link real quick. Yeah. Live full, die empty. I mean, right. and that's why, I like, like, even like today, like we have our meeting, right, in, in a little bit. And it's like, it makes what we do here all worth it. Right. Right. Because we, we're just doing what we love, right? But then look what comes out of it. Right. Like, we didn't even ask for that. Like, they approached us with it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like so amazing. Like, yes. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, That's such a I can't wait. You guys will be popping bottles sooner than we are. So, so with that said, um, what kind of um, wisdom are you guys going to yes. leave with the Drop people? Drop that knowledge. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lead us in the way. You're philosophical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not. So, um, you know, one of the most important things that I've learned through our journey so far um, that not your the vision that you're receiving is not for everybody, right? So, um, mm. when you receive something um, from I, be, I believe it's from God, when you receive that or from whoever your higher power is, um, sometimes you need to protect it, keep it mm. to yourself, know that it's not everyone else's vision, and then pour yourself into it. Like you said, live full, die empty. empty. Like that, I love yeah. that. That's exactly what I want more people to do. Um, and then also sit down with a financial professional, whether it's us or someone else, and get that part of your life taken care of so you're not 40, 50, 60, um, going back into the work field, uh, working at a job that you, would, that you wouldn't see yourself ever doing just so that you can live. Mm-hmm. Right, definitely. A okay. um, couple things. Uh, you know, one, um, love the, man, love the sport, right, for the entrepreneur out there. Love the sport in its entirety, the good, the bad, the ugly, absolute love everything that comes with it. You know, um, last year was one of our more like, like challenging years that we've had in a while, you know, and like, you know, we have to stay with it, you know, we have to just stay committed to it. And it was like, you know, it was challenging, right. But then, you know, on the other end of it, like our biggest, you know, rewarding in our career also happened too as well right after that so you know love the process you know the the challenges that are sent your way are sent to um, either do one to two things either break you and and send you home or to uh, help level you up and to help you rise to that higher version of yourself you know so love all of it you know even again just going back to the whole experience that we were working on with the city to try to bring this year you know I love the fact that you know our vision was to try to accomplish it this year, 
But then it didn't work that way, right? It's going to be a next year thing. And you got to love that part of it because right. you're going to love the successful evening at the end of it right. come next year. So just love the, be true to the game, you know, be I true mean, to the game. That's hundred percent. I, I mean, yeah. you, and I tell people this all the time, there's no way you're getting to success without going through failure. Right. hundred yeah. percent. There's no, I don't care who you are, what you do. You're not mm-hmm. getting to success without going through failure. Right. So embrace it. Embrace it, it. it is really not that bad. We've <laughs> yeah. been through so much in our life. So those little bad days we have, oh, yeah. we're going to get through it. Right. So temporary. You know what right. Just do it. And, yeah. and I love the point that you made. If you have a vision, keep it to yourself. Sometimes you have to, because mm-hmm. your vision is your vision. Just like how God gave every, each one of us a gift, mm-hmm. a right. special gift. Right. He gave you a special vision. Mm-hmm. It's your vision. There's nobody else's. No one ever going to see that vision until you're successful. Mm-hmm. Right. That's when they're going to see it. They're right. only going to see it as you're building it. Right. They're never going to see it. Right. So times, I mean, it's great that you, you know, you want to tell people cause you're excited, mm-hmm. but Maybe keep it in your close circle. You ain't got to right. tell everybody. Right. Because those people are just going to bring you, oh, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a great idea. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Yeah. And Sometimes then I also say, too, yeah. as well, you know, be 100% content with um, hitting that home run on your own terms yeah. and striking out on your own terms. Like, right. I could totally live with, you know, this whole top shelf experience that we're creating if we're wrong on it. Right. Which we won't be. But if we were (laughs) to be wrong on it, like I could completely live with it because it's the whole Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. hundred percent. And so be be again, hit that home run on your own terms or strike out and be okay with it. Because like, hey, at least at least, you know, I but I'm not going to be up wondering what if I would have did. Exactly. You know, so and you know what? That's how that's how I I grew up. And that's why I said earlier, I've been on my since I was 14, never had a nine to five job. I've done a lot of projects, done a lot of things, but yeah. you know what? I can I can really say, you know what? At least I tried. Yeah. Right. I did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I left yeah. nothing behind. Right. I did it. Right. And one more thing, um, if we can all just be ourselves that and be your genuine self, um, unless it's toxic, then change it. But if it's not, <laughs> then you know, really try to be yourself. We we right. just recently met up with um we went out to Arizona and met up with the top of the top in our industry. Um and we walked in the room, we were the only African Americans in there. Out of maybe 50, 60, I was the only woman in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sometimes that can be discouraging or it can right. be intimidating. Um, but the thing that we always stand on is we are us. We are who mm-hmm. we are. And if you stick to who you are, people are attracted to that authenticity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's it. I always <laughs> say, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Yeah, <laughs> good. I love that. 100%. <laughs> Unless you're toxic again, <laughs> right? Well, Find we, someone new. <laughs> well, with that said, you guys, we, we are out of here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Devante, and thank you, Jasmine yes. from Top Self yes. Financials. Yes. You guys go check them out, even if it's just to get, get educated um, yeah. and get information. I mean, you, it, it's really needed in our community right now. Yes. And thank you guys again Appreciate for being a pillar in our community. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for the work that you enjoy. Our, enjoy well. the outfits. Guys. I know. Oh, yeah. 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 Make sure let me, when you pop the Vu Clico, right? Just send us a video. Yeah. You don't got to tell yeah. us what happened. Just Actually, no, no, no. I might have to take that from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. That's my fave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys again. Oh, but oh, before we go, where can I find you guys? On social media? Yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so our Instagram is Top Shelf Financial Services. No, just Top Shelf. Sorry, guys, I'm not good with Instagram. <laughs> Top Shelf Financial. Our website is um, www.topshelffinancialservices.com, or just come down the boulevard. You guys can catch us there too. Hey, absolutely. All right, we out of here. All right, be well, y'all. Be well. Take care. Bye.